0: We must car-
1: guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex.
0: What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014. Period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got them.
1: America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. You're listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. Welcome, everybody, to Biting the Fucking Bullet. I'm joining my co-host, Typo, as always. He's drinking water. Say hi. Wave.
2: Hey, what's up, guys?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And we have a very special guest for you guys. Control motherfucking Pew. What's up, dude? What's up? What's going on, my dudes? Um, uh, We're really happy that you came back. It's been over two years, or just about two years, since we've had you on the show. It feels
0: weird that it's been that long.
1: Yeah. It was a long two years, but at the same time, it was a quick two years, right? Like it was, a it's weird. Yeah. Time didn't like, exist the last two years. Like it didn't yeah, make it, sense.
0: it's sort of, it's sort of like it started and stopped a lot.
1: Yeah, it did. It did. It, there was a lot of press pause in the last two years and then fast forward. Right.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. So, and I think the, you were on in like, if I'm not mistaken, you were on before the lockdowns happened. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like that was just a different time, dude. <laughs> it like, yeah.
1: yeah. was so like a whole other century ago. It's a whole <laughs> new world. Right. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it was. Because we weren't even talking, like, I don't even think we it had to have been like right on the cusp. And I think that's when we were talking, like, they're not gonna shut everything down. And we were talking about right, 3D they printing. Possibly. And, yeah. And you know, well, we all know how that went. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Everything but. got shut off except for 3D printing, <laughs> which took off in a huge way.
1: Oh my god! Yes, uh, oh. yeah,
0: it's amazing I what happens off? when you. What's that?
2: I was gonna say, did it take off a lot during the lockdowns?
0: Oh yeah, uh, I think like just from my audience growth, sort of over the two years, like it, it's amazing what happens when you lock someone in the, in a room and say the only way you're allowed to survive is is through buying shit off Amazon. Right? and then these cheeky people show up with like hey you can 3d print a gun you want a 3d printer go to amazon <laughs> you know?
1: printer yeah, filament parts
0: to your door two days or whatever
1: Price. how did how did your what your website look like did, did the did the views just go crazy like did you start getting a lot of hits on the website
0: yeah it's it's and i mean it's still kind of up there um really i mean we're we're like Close to a half a million a month. Just Damn, people that's looking. Wild.
1: That's awesome, dude. And that's I mean, it's awesome. it's
0: tapered a lot, uh, tapered off a little bit with like uh, people going back to work and stuff. But it's still, you know, up there.
1: So What's crazy to me that there's states that are still having people talk about it. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. we're slowly coming back to work. Like, that's wild to me because in right. Arizona, I mean, that's been over for a year and a half at least. Like, I've been back at work for a minute now. But it's just crazy to me that there's still people like I've heard other people in other states like, yeah, I'm finally going back into work. And I'm like, what? What have you guys like? I get I get the that first period where everybody was freaking out, but there's right. still people going back to work now. Like, That's just wild to me.
0: I, th- I think it's wild that people didn't go to work for a while because like, yeah,
1: well, I, yeah, so that's
0: so I, w- I was one of those weird people who worked from home before COVID for like three years. I'd been working from home. And then COVID hit and then everyone got to work from home and they're all like, damn, this is nice. You don't have to put on <laughs> pants. I'm like, yeah, welcome. Welcome to <laughs> ultimate <laughs> power. And uh, yeah. And, and then they're like, oh, now we have to put on pants again. And I'm like, sucks to be you. <laughs> you're like, I still don't
1: put on pants.
0: Right. Even if I come into the office,
1: <laughs> you're a pants disrespector. Right. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> We only wear pink underwear on sun, on Wednesdays, right? Might have hearts. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, it, it's been a fucking crazy time. And to look back on it and think that, shit, we've been doing this for over two years now. And then to think that you were one of our first, like, one of the big guests that we were really excited about to come on and then go two years from then. It's been a wild ride. Yeah. What's up, everyone? Let me take a second and tell you about our new sponsor, David Day. He offers a legal protection membership that gives you access to attorneys 24-7 for as little as a dollar a day. When you're pulled over, don't talk to the police. Shut the fuck up and call your attorney. When a company screws you over, don't try to call and fight them. Have your attorney write them a letter. Take action to be the man of your house and protect your family from the worst aspects of the state. Visit David's website at davidday.com backslash bullet so that he knows we sent you. Um, that website is david, D A V I D D D A Y.com backslash bullet. Uh, let him know that we sent you and uh, hope he protects everything you need out there. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, let's talk. Well, you were about to say something, Typo. Sorry, I cut you Oh, off. no. No, no, I was oh, not. <laughs> you're just making a weird ass face. Um, I, was, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say um, some of the things that I wanted to talk about. and We just went over them real quick. We got to talk about Marlago and Trump. Well, uh, let's just get that out of the way. So, <laughs> my thing with the whole Trump and Marlago thing is there things that the FBI could go after Trump for? Absolutely, but if we're gonna go after Trump. There was about 15, 20 other people that we should have hit, but with the FBI before Trump at the very minimum. (laughs) And so this is a targeted thing and it's been a targeted thing on Trump for a long time. Um, Trump should go to prison for war crimes in Yemen. I think everybody's probably in agreement with that, but so should Obama. Um, So should Clint, the Clinton, the Clinton squad, whatever you want to call them or the what's the. Isn't that what they call themselves, the squad? It's like uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, the girl that's married to her brother, um, <laughs> and then like I don't know, there's a redhead in there somewhere. But right, you, you know, got like, the two, right
0: you got the two important ones. Everyone else is yeah. just sort of fodder.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're the squad. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, like the it's like it's crazy that a can because there was already what tampering in there was already tampering when he was trying to get elected by the Obama administration. They were already like mm. bugging his sweets and shit like that to try and listen in on a presidential candidate. And now we've got a possible presidential run in 2024 and they're going to swat his fucking house. Yeah. Like that's wild to me. That's wild yeah. to me. And Biden's is and- still like, trying to shake people's hands twice because he forgot he did it the first time and like uh, uh, wandering around in, in giant lawns because he doesn't know which way to walk.
2: Yeah. He's like the the president with the lowest approval rating of my lifetime. And he's targeting uh, his probably his number one component in 2024. And I mean, I mean, honestly, like, and some people say Biden might not have known about it on it, but Biden doesn't even know where he's at. So like, yeah, his people. Yeah, like, yeah,
0: the the list of things He's that Biden doesn't know is immense.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it's, it's so crazy how like, you know, like a lot of people, a lot of the conservative people like kind of thought like when Trump got elected, like he was going to go on there and like change everything and, you know, roll back the state in some way and, you know. And that oh, all gosh. like fell through. Yeah. We, right. yeah, we, I wish he was that <laughs> wrecking ball that, but he, a lot of, a lot, to me, I think he was kind of a weak president and kind of just went along with the regime. I mean, maybe he kind of put up a fight as in with his rhetoric, but in the end of the day, his policies don't reflect that. And But, but typo, he made mean tweets on the Twitters. <laughs> yeah.
0: We don't I mean, like him very
2: much. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah and you know and then it's crazy because like i think that also became obvious at least to some people that like okay it doesn't really matter who you elect this regime just keeps going and then you get then you get biden in there and it's like i don't know if it's ever been more obvious in my life that this dude's (laughs) not in charge of anything
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah then you realize it's just a steamroller that's it's a steamboat that just keeps chugging like it's got plenty of everything it needs to keep going and it's going to keep going no matter who the captain is.
0: I'm disappointed that while we're talking about this, I don't just have a clown horn sitting on my desk that I can honk just to <laughs> enunciate how upside down insane land the world is and how just absolutely fucked. We all are all you could all you can really do now is just like sort of brace, you know, just wait for everything to come crashing down.
1: Dude, I isn't think, that the weirdest feeling in the world?
0: Right, it's it's so surreal because you you can't care anymore. You just can't. No. you just have to let go and laugh a little, and maybe enjoy the final moments of this disaster.
1: Yeah, you know? I was I was listening to uh, Dominic Cruz. He's a UFC fighter and he's one of my uh, great one of the greatest UFC fighters. Will go in the Hall of Fame. But he was talking to uh, Ariel Helwani because he fights this weekend, and he was like super zen. And, you know, just kind of like chilling. He's got a big fight this weekend, you know, one more, he gets to go to the belt and it's in his hometown in San Diego. So Ariel's just like, you're like super chill right now. And he's talking about how he's just like, let go of like trying to control everything. And it kind of resonated with me because I'm definitely a control freak in my life. Like I've always been a control freak. Uh, Typo can probably attest to it. I'm a control freak in the house. A control freak everywhere uh when we were living together and so it's but there's like a certain point where you got to stop getting worked up over all these things like i still get worked up but for the most part it's either for the show or just in certain instances but it's such a weird feeling to just be like well it's failing and i'm tired of telling people that it's failing and i'm just gonna let it ride out and then when people are freak out a little bit and it's the same people that you told that everything was going to fail you know two years ago um and they're freaking out finally it's like yeah dude welcome first time like, <laughs>
0: yeah, first time
1: it's pretty it's just it's super unsettling i was in vegas this last weekend and uh i was in this lazy river at a resort at the mandalay bay and there was people in the lazy river adults full-grown adults with masks, like K95 masks, on, oh in this God. lazy river, with a with a, a a black cherry white claw in our hand, and so did
0: did they have a hole cut in the mask so they no. would
1: take it off to drink? Really? No, yeah. they they would pull the mask down and take a big gulp, hammered as fuck, and then put the mask back on, and then lay like you know float down this three foot lazy lazy river. And I was it just like, to
0: me, like the next time they took their mask
1: off for a drink, you should have held their head underwater. For I them. know, right? Should, well, I should have just done it with the mask on. Yeah, like, is it, safe? is yeah. it filtering out the oxygen for yeah. you? Like, yeah, no, it's totally.
0: It's filtering, filtering out all the oxygen.
1: Yeah, and it's ah, <laughs> uh, dude, it was just wild because I was, I was, I like looked around and I was just like, nobody's bullying these people. Like, right. what are we, what are we doing? what is this? We're this is the society that we live in. This is okay.
0: I mean it's 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 really Reagan's fault for closing down the asylum. <laughs> you know, you might have a
1: point wrong. with that one.
0: <laughs> the crazies yeah, are. are out and they're breeding.
2: Yeah, the, you go <laughs> well they 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 let them out and they found their way into Washington.
0: <laughs> right? I thought you were going to say Walmart there. I'm like, "Damn." <laughs> hey,
2: hey, that's that's a little bit true. I I, I used to think like you know, I, he- I always heard that a lot, like, uh, especially when, especially I moved to the city. I come like, from a very small town. So, like, Walmart's where we got everything, man. And mm-hmm. when, like, I'd go to, like, the city and, like, liberal people would just, like, <clears throat> shit on Walmart and be right. like, I would never step into a Walmart and all that. And I was like, dude, that's all we had, bro. you shit? Right. <laughs> that's where people no. went and bought guns. <laughs> like- <Right? laughs>
0: God, those were the days. You could go to Walmart and buy an actual ass gun
2: yeah and, and, all, even, and all the even, ammo you needed <laughs> yeah even the walmart that we have now in my little town doesn't doesn't sell yeah. guns anymore they have some oh, ammo yeah, of but them. it's like it's like 22 and i think that's it right it's it's Nothing.
0: boomer 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 yes
2: yes it's very very weak but no, you think, do you
0: think I'm
1: psychopaths much, oh go
2: ahead
0: i say i'm very much the same like i i lived in iowa in a small town and you know covid during covid and we just had a walmart to go to and that that was it we had, and we still had to go 10 miles to get there and it's really annoying and uh now i moved to orlando and there's a walmart like five minutes away and so i drive to the walmart and it's just full of you know just yes. just garbage <laughs> sucks i'm not even talking about the yes. people i'm just talking about walmart <laughs> in general it's just garbage everywhere wall-to-wall garbage and it's it's not good I was
1: I was going to say do you think the crazies uh go to Walmart in big cities because they just it's like ingrained in their evolution that they have to go to a big walled in area with no windows like
0: so <laughs> yeah that, that that checks out
1: yeah i, didn't I don't, think about that you know <laughs> <laughs> you know it's just like Ah, my grandmother was in one of these it's my turn like and so they just hang out the the walmart constantly i
0: i don't know why but it seems familiar and comfortable
1: (laughs) i feel safe in here
0: (laughs) gray walls no windows skylights yeah you always get to
1: talk to the manager as long as you ask yep (laughs) yeah dude i don't uh i think it was a culture shock because even for typo because even when even when we went to japan you know it's a different it's a obviously a culture shock so everything was different and it was more city um Mm -hmm. so it didn't it didn't matter and then we went to 29 palms which is (laughs) a bigger city than typos where typos at but it's all marines so it's like all right i expect the craziness of what this is because i already know what marines are like yeah but then when i got them to yeah, yeah, I just
2: assumed it was like this because of the base, not because of yeah. the the city.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then we then we moved to Phoenix, which is where I'm from and I got him to come with me. And he was like, is it always like this everywhere all the time? And I'm like, yeah, dude, this is the city. Like, this is how the city works. Like, it's just, yeah, there's like, he's like, there's a lot of homeless people here. And I'm like, yeah, it's 115 degrees outside. That homeless person has survived out here like this for the last 10 years. They don't even need water anymore. They've adapted.
0: No, he just, he just sticks his feet in the ground and he gets it like the trees do. It's fine. Yeah,
2: dude, (laughs) dude. that was probably the weirdest part because. There was, there was, I don't know why. There's always a circle K everywhere there in Phoenix. There's a circle K fucking everywhere. Mm -hmm. And every circle K had like, it was like this couple maybe one, maybe a couple, but it was like these homeless people's spot. Like this is their panhandling spot. And I used to feel, bro. I I used to feel bad, dude. I used to always feel bad. They come over, you know, like all sad, look drained. Obviously addicted to something asking me for money and i used to give them change dude and then they i'd see them always walk out with like tall boys and stuff and i'd be like well i'm not doing that anymore (laughs) like that that could have been
1: money i could have used for the tall boy i could have been my tall boy (laughs) (laughs) you go you go (laughs) jump the homeless person so you can take his tall boy (laughs) because you bought it with your money (laughs) you're like give me back that money bitch i'll take your tall boy that's no, what I am going to. do any to
2: Ukrainian, dude. I'm gonna <laughs> to rob them. It's give my money. me back
0: money. that
1: AA12, dude.
0: Yeah, that was totally my AA12 or my my.
1: Oh shit. What
0: <laughs> I was gonna say AA12, but I, I I was playing Battlefield the other day. That's just in my brain. What's it's that AK12? Anyway, I don't fucking know. No, I, I used to think. Uh, I used to feel bad for for homeless people when I was younger. And then I remember seeing this vlog series in the early days of the Internet where it was a guy who was like just just a hardcore like advocate for homeless people. And he was a teacher and he, you know, he was vlogging on his little flip phone way back in the day. And uh, he decided over the course of the summer, like he left all of his money at home, all of his IDs, everything else at home. And just wandered out on the street and says, I'm going to be homeless. So I can, and I'm going to document it for people to, to really show them what it's like. And, you know, he goes out on like a Monday night. And by Wednesday, he's got a bed at the shelter. He's got a, an interview for the next day. He hasn't gone without a meal. Uh, he's got new clothes, new IDs, you know, all, everything he needs to get, go and get a job to, the next day. And then he just stopped advocating from that point forward. Like he would never heard from again.
1: (laughs) I saw saw one that was like that on the early days of the internet. And it was a guy that wanted to document it. And he was like, uh, he would like ask them how much they made that day and stuff like that. And if it was a good day or a bad day and Mm -hmm. like, there was a few of them um, that he'd follow and they'd go to like, you know, their brand new Bentley, like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day or something Or you know a brand new car, and then they drive home to their wife and kids, and you know go on about their day. And it's like, like there's there, there is a homeless problem. I'm not saying there's not like legitimate homeless people that are fucking not addicted to shit or whatever. There, but there's a lot of money to being made both as the people trying to help the homeless people and for the homeless people themselves. Because as much as everybody likes to say that you know the United States is horrible to their homeless population and this, that, or the other. Um, I there's think a we're lot better people, than most. Yeah. There's a lot of people that give a crap ton of money to right. people on the side of the street. I, every time I'm at a stoplight, I drive a lot for my job, drive a shit ton. Every time I'm at a stoplight, I see somebody handing the homeless person change or whatever else. And it's at not least you. one person, not me. <laughs> not but you. it's not you. I can't, Don't you I can't, feel bad? I can't, I can't do it. I'm in a company truck. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's a good excuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an excuse. Absolutely. <laughs> there
2: there's a there's a college town near me, and it would probably be like the largest or closer to a larger city around. I mean, it's not that much bigger, probably the size of, like 29 palms. But they when we started getting homeless people there, and people were kind of freaking out about it because you don't really have homeless people in that town. So I think it was actually the local news station was doing like the de- investigating and reporting. And they found out they found out it was a bunch of college kids that didn't that lived at the university. And instead of getting a job, they would just go panhandle on the side of the road, dude. Amazing. Now,
0: they the real question them. is, were they making more than like a regular person would at minimum wage?
2: Oh, right? that's a good, I, I don't know if we ever found that out. The, the news made it seem like it was a big deal and like how these kids were evil and bad or whatever. And they didn't, I don't know, they never got into that, but it, that'd be, that I'd be, I mean, they got, I feel like they have to be right. Like if you're making more money than a regular job, like if you just do it Maybe. once, once or twice and you make a few extra bucks more than like you work, like, I don't know, being a waiter or, yeah, you can or a you or sit on You can
1: sit on the side of a road, play on your phone.
2: And then sign. you get
1: money. Yeah,
2: that's true. Got shower yeah, for I've, a little while. Looks just wear your weird. laundry
1: day clothes. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, Roll it'd, be, that, it'd be pretty. Them. Just wear some like rugged ass clothes. Rub some dirt on them and then throw them on, dude. Like you can easily just. I mean, hell. I mean, I, we, we saw it like just like that Bentley thing. Shit, we
1: you look homeless right about. now. That's true. <laughs> you're, wearing, you're wearing a raggedy-ass team shirt, fucking weathered-ass hat. Whatever, dude. No. actually—he's he, he not homeless. Weather- he has a hat. <laughs> he's yeah. got a mullet. He's got a mullet. He's yeah, no, we're—he's
0: we're, <laughs> checking all the boxes. <laughs>
2: guys this is not this is my shack all right all
0: you you need is a sign you
1: know (laughs) he's he's in the back of a circle k right now
0: (laughs) all that that's just a green screen it's fine
2: (laughs) (laughs) but no i did see that a lot though where it'd be like homeless people with like their signs or whatever and then they're just on their phone behind the sign and then i don't know do they just hand out smartphones to homeless people because i've seen a lot of homeless people
1: with smartphones no they don't or they don't hand out no well they had the I obama would. phone for a while the obama phone was a wild idea is that a real thing yeah yeah they were like trying to get phones into every american's hand and uh it was for people on like food stamps and things like that but it was like most of them already had a phone like people <laughs> people will go hungry before they don't pay their phone bill at this point in our society so yeah. I think that's the truth, um, dude <laughs> so it didn't it didn't work out that well but uh yeah the obama phone but now dude i was talking i think uh, there was a we did a podcast a while back where i was bitching because my phone was like three years old and i hadn't gotten a, a new one and I, this dude asked me for fucking 20 bucks and was mad that i didn't give it to him on the side of the road and he had a brand new iphone and i was like bro you got a better phone than i do man <laughs> like nice <laughs> You're gonna ask me for twenty bucks. You give me twenty bucks, like fuck you. Dude. <laughs> Get the fuck um, out of here. Oh, no. I did. The homeless.
2: I did dude. see. I saw a story recently where someone he was like trying to buy I don't know some McDonald's for some homeless dude, and he walked him inside and like swiped his debit card, and his debit card got declined, and the <laughs> and the homeless guy's like, "It's all right, dude. We'll go sit out front. And someone will help us." <laughs>
0: I mean that's that's some good on the job training for that guy. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh man, dude that sucks, dude. <laughs> that would be so depressing. Like I'm trying to be a nice person. <laughs> I <do>. Decline. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd ever like, show my face. <laughs> just a cheeseburger no, meal. That, like yeah,
0: that that's one of those where you gotta move to a new town.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Several You don't ties. need that getting
1: around. You right. don't need that getting around. <laughs> yeah. oh, shit. That's oh, fucking man. funny. Um, the other thing, well, yeah, so, uh, I mean, I guess we didn't spend that much time on Mar-a-Lago, but. <laughs> we can go back to it,
0: just like the FBI. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, exactly. Trump's homeless um, now. I know, so Trump's homeless some... right now. That's how I was going to segue it back into it. Uh, it. It
0: would be wild if they hit all of his houses all at the same time. Yeah. That would tie up the entire FBI just permanently.
2: Well for like there, two or I'll, three days. I will say this though, it, it was very interesting watching uh some of the Florida Republicans and how they reacted because they actually hit a house in Marlaga in Florida. Well, mm-hmm. that's what you know, that's DeSantis' state, you know? And the other Republicans in there were I mean, I forgot his name, but he basically was saying like we need to have emergency like Florida Congress or Senate meeting, whatever the fuck he was. And we need to pass a law that says that we're not going to allow FBI agents in our state anymore. And I think I was
1: just talking about that, too, like with within the last couple of podcasts where I was like, there's a couple of states that are like, hey, ATFs, we're not helping anything with the ATF. And I think that's what they were talking about. But then there was the other uh, Republican, Tim something the black dude that was like we'll see how we'll see where it goes yeah what a pussy yeah yeah that guy was a fucking bitch Tim Scott and it's like his name is Scott yeah this whole thing
0: highlights the problems with politicians is that they're all generally pro-state yeah and by pro-state I mean they're for the government and they're so far up their own asses they can see it um the pro-state
1: yeah yeah I got it it, I was gonna make a cancer
0: (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so when it, all these bills that you're talking about, like with the with the ATF where they're like, oh, we're not going to help the ATF anymore. Um, you know, they're all well and good, but they all stop at Like, we're just not going to stop them or we're not going to like assist them. Right. We're not going to yeah. step in front and like stop them or, you know, shoot them at the border, um, which is what I would recommend when the federal- <laughs> is, be used, is you just shoot them at the border and you call it a day. Uh, that way they're never actually florida florida's problem, or you have like a dmz right 20 miles so on the border yeah. <laughs> you know whatever um i recommend this to texas too they keep trying to secede but they never quite you know pull the trigger there. there so just set up a 20 mile dmz get a couple of your border patrol helicopters
2: yeah and and, and- texas would be like probably they they had an incident a major incident in their mm-hmm. state where uh <clears throat> The FBI and ATF, like, you know, burned down a fucking basically a compound, which is almost a church in a lot of ways to a lot of people and killed. I don't even know, like hundreds, maybe a hundred over a hundred women and children and men or something like that. And so and I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, the sheriff of that county had no idea that was even happening. They had no idea that the feds were coming into their jurisdiction. And yeah, the sheriff, you know, tried to call them off. But what's calling them telling them, no, don't do this really going to work. And Mm -hmm. I think I think you're right. And that's, you know, that's something that I would really advocate for. I mean, you know, obviously, I don't know exactly what your political perspective is, if you are an anarchist, but me and Luke are anarchists and want you know, we at least the get rid of the federal government is where, right. where we'll are we we'll be okay with, we'll be okay. We'll settle for getting rid of the federal government. Like that's and we'll, what say, we'll take. Mean, it. Yeah, we'll yeah. take that. And I think if states are like for real, and I think, you know, it just happened that the rating of Donald Trump's place, it's kind of starting to radicalize a lot of at least conservative and Republican types that like, hey, maybe we don't need this FBI anymore. And we, I mean, their their idea is to go to Washington and try to change it from the inside. But mm-hmm. I think it's a, you have a much better shot of some taking control, Republicans or whoever taking control of their state government and enforcing like, yeah, yeah like, like you said, like, no, you are not coming in here. And we have men with guns just like you do. And we're not going to allow that to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it, it. It's a lot different of a story when. You can still reach the tyrants right when the tyrants are just like a half a day's drive away from you as opposed to multiple days because they're all in dc right right so you know if if we reset if we relocate all that power to the state level to the state governments at least that way you know when things go awry at your local level you have someone you can reach out to in whatever manner you need to uh in order to 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 remedy that so
2: yeah, and you, and you can even take that down to like the county level. Mm-hmm. Your sh- your sheriff is an elected official and has executive authority over the county.
0: Yeah, so. county, city, HOA, mm-hmm. just all the levels
1: of
2: government. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go all the way to either, HOA. It. <laughs> you, get, you, get mud,
1: you get your I get your terrorist, bro. <laughs> right?
2: No,
0: <laughs> my my. So my oh. my father-in-law passed earlier this year, and uh. His, you know, his, survived by his his widow and all that, who's moving into like a, a a little suburban community. And she signed, she she went in, she signed some initial paperwork, and then later she found out that the HOA was running out of money. So that what they like to do is they like to selectively jack up their HOA fees every couple of months by like a couple hundred dollars. Whoa. And wow. so she's like, Wow, I really need to not not I, I really can't do this, right? and and the guy slaps her with a lawsuit immediately because wow. he's a lawyer and it doesn't cost him anything it's like yeah. wow i fucking despise hoas anyway, yeah
1: dude they're the worst i rant yeah they're the worst they're just, fuck, dude them in yeah. the federal government are in ties with each other they yeah we had all feathered just the
2: same yeah the the first two places that we lived at in phoenix arizona had hoa now the first one wasn't that bad but our neighbors were pretty chill we actually talked to our neighbors decent amount and i mean we i think we i don't even think we ever got any sort of fine or anything no, like i think that. our
1: hoa fee was only like 30 bucks too it was i mean it was in yeah, the middle it was of nothing. the ghetto so it was yeah there's not a whole lot of H. what are they gonna do stop shooting your guns like <laughs> yeah
2: yeah that's that, that's already going on but the second one it was the first day the first day we were moving in and i'm pretty sure it was jared actually Mm -hmm. and he didn't park on the right side of the road there there was like no traffic this is kind of like a no no one really drives on this road besides the residents and we were moving in and we had the moving truck in front of our fucking uh house and jared just happened to park on the wrong side with the flow of traffic or whatever and someone i'm assuming the, whoever's in charge of the charge goddamn hoa called the fucking cops on us and came yeah. and the cop yelled at yelled at us basically it was like you can't park like this what do you think you're doing blah blah, blah. this this and is against like the hoa here i'm like what
1: get the fuck out of here right yeah wild i hate hoas they can go all burn i, I don't care I, I, there's a whole bunch of people that are like well, you have a choice to move in the HOA. It's like fuck you. I bought this goddamn house. Like, right? This is my you property. Don't,
0: you don't really have a choice anymore, especially if you're no. moving in, like in a city. You're just kind of fucked because they're mm. like everywhere is an HOA.
1: Yeah, you can't so not that yes. So garbage. Yes. HOAs in the federal government can get fucked. <laughs> I need a hat <laughs> it that says "fuck it you." Would be, HOA.
2: It would be pretty cool though if you're in your HOA and your neighborhood watch is like you know. Going up armed against like federal agents—that'd be pretty sick, though. (laughs) Look, if my
0: neighborhood watch had a technical, I would be all for it. (laughs) But my neighborhood doesn't even have a watch, so
1: whatever. Well, and you know, I'm kind of okay with that too. (laughs) Get the fuck. I'll watch Uh, my place. Fuck yeah, Uh, that's fair. That's fair. But yeah, I don't know. It's going back to the secession thing. I said this a while ago, but um. Secession is only going to work if blue states do it first. Like if red states do it, it'll be a civil war. If blue yeah. states do it, everybody will think it's noble.
0: <laughs> if, if red states do it, it'll be oh, look at all those terrorists in government.
1: Yeah, it's an act of yeah. war if yeah. red states do it. And it's inherently racist if red states do it. And, uh, especially and in the South. The,
0: the only thing that makes, that makes it you know, uh, uh, noble or uh, an act of terrorism is all of our news networks that's it yeah in in any other way it's it's they're going to spin the story Mm -hmm. and it's going to be either terrorism or a a noble act for peace or
1: something yeah and i I honestly believe like that's they're going to be like we have to save all the trans kids in washington and it's like bro just let them (laughs) they already live there like when nobody's telling them they have to get out like right they're fine in washington like nobody cares there Nobody nobody can do anything in Washington anyways. They're still coming back from COVID apparently. Um but yeah, I don't know. It's uh it's just one of those weird things where I uh, man, it would be dope if Texas seceded. But
0: uh it'd be dope I if a lot don't. of states seceded, like 50 yeah. of
1: them. Yeah. yeah. And Dude, Puerto Rico really, and Guam. It'd be really fucking cool. <laughs> can Puerto Rico and Guam secede? I don't know, dude. They're like vassal states at this
0: point. It's kind of fucked. Like, I feel like they should be states, but I don't really know all the geopolitical bullshit that keeps them as like tributaries or whatever. And I guess I don't really care either. either.
2: I, I know the two things is like they don't pay taxes. I'm sure it's just federal tax they don't pay. Right. And they can't vote. And I would gladly give up that right.
0: <laughs> yeah, voting doesn't matter anyway.
2: <laughs> yeah, I gladly give up my right to vote to not pay taxes, like I right, do. Art yeah. me. Wait, yeah. I can I can
0: give you this thing that doesn't matter for thirty yeah. percent of my own money back.
2: Yes, yeah. like you think that I don't do every election cycle? I can just right. keep my yeah. money. Yes. Okay. <laughs>
1: <Amazing>. <laughs> I'd be much happier as a person. So,
2: so if I was like a resident in. Uh, Port- I mean, I don't really know, like what that means for all that entails, like you said, like, I don't know all the geopolitical geopolit- politics or whatever that goes along with it. But just that alone, just knowing that I would not want to become a state if I lived in Puerto Rico. Be, no, yeah. never become a state ever.
1: Right? <laughs> I, but think I think the only th- other sorry, go ahead.
2: I was just going to say, I think they, well, at least Washington, D.C., they're trying somewhat to make it a state, maybe even Dude, Puerto that's Rico. That's so fucking weird. But I think they're Washi-
1: just... They want Washington, D.C. to be a state.
2: Yeah, it's retarded. I think that the Dems just think because these places would be more likely to vote blue, that's why they want them to have, so they have more power in the Senate and the House and whatever. Well,
0: it's but funny because they know. carved out Washington, D.C., that 10 miles square, uh, as specifically not a state. Because yeah. they didn't want any one state to hold the seat of government and be, you know, assumed to be more powerful than any other state. So, yeah, I don't know. That worked kind out of well. Insane. Right. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, and this is all coming after like them fencing off the inauguration, putting up military personnel all across the inauguration. It right. was like I, don't, I told my mom this one when, uh, when it was going on. I was like, I, have you ever seen a military coup? And she was like, well, no, obviously. And I was like, well, let me pull up a video of it and yeah. pull up a military coup from like any other state or any other country across the world where the United States has led a military coup. And it looks exactly <laughs> the same as the inauguration. And I was like, yeah, that, this is what a military coup looks like. Can you tell me the difference between these two pictures? No, they're the God. same picture. That's why.
0: That, that's a good meme. We should pull up the Myanmar footage and then the, the inauguration yeah. footage.
1: side by side and then you have like (laughs) you have like uh they what they bring in j-lo to sing uh um america the beautiful and then like all these pop stars that supported it and like and it's like all right well you know this is the most (laughs) we're talking about it is it's the same shit we were watching narcos we were watching Mm -hmm. narcos and it's like the same shit like he gets involved in the You know, uh, Pablo Escobar gets involved in, you know, giving out money to basically the barrio that he grew up in. And then he gets involved with the politics because he wants to go into politics and he gets involved in all the popular culture because he knows to get involved in the politics. He needs to have the backing of popular culture. And it's like, all right. So like we're just all we know the blueprint. We know the blueprint and the blueprint happens often. And obviously Pablo Escobar didn't take over the, the government. He ended up becoming a criminal of the country, but still at the same time, it's like, we know, well, I mean, the blueprint what's the difference? And it's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're not wrong, but it's I just think, like yeah. they did the same. It's just funny that they did the same thing that we've seen hundreds of times. Yeah. just it's. it's I'm just
0: kind of shocked that like, The normal people don't really catch on. And I say normal people lovingly. Um, Yeah. But like this has been every election ever since the beginning of publicity.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ever since the news stopped being like, this is what happened in your local community this week and became, this is what your favorite people have said this week or today or, you know, whatever it's, it's just kind of, it's gone downhill quickly.
2: Yeah. Like the power of the microphone and like, I mean, I think television, like, yeah, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but my parents always were worried that I was spending too much time on the internet growing up, maybe spending too much time playing video games while they would sit there and watch whatever fucking shit was on TV. And Mm -hmm. it's like, well, which one really turned out to be worse in the end? Like which one really brainwashes you and kind of like, don't be wrong. The internet has a little bit of that, but I think the internet, there's a lot more different options where if you don't want to watch whatever propaganda, like, I don't know. my, My parents were into like every single one of those like cop crime shows that they were on. Mm-hmm. uh cable news or cable tv at night like csi csi miami csi las vegas and it's like <laughs> i was like this one which one paints a more false reality of the of three of the world around us and right. makes you kind of like believe in like well you know and and, and and on the show the cops would blatantly do something that's like against the rules their own rules and they would admit that but they would be like but we had to because he was evil and it was the show made the guy whoever it was a very bad guy right but you know we just kind of like well they have to do it yeah so it's like a justification it's like and i believe that in my opinion i have i believe that has a lot to do with why some people boomers are so back the blue about everything because of the shit they were fed when we like my whole life my whole life they were fed that stuff really bad about it yeah oh yeah
1: and yeah they, it's so it's very much like if, when you see it over and over again and you're like oh they broke into that guy's house without a warrant because they absolutely had to like that becomes right. the excuse Hey, guess it was what? a really bad person
0: where's csi reality right where they break into the guy's house without a warrant and then the guy who you caught red-handed murdering seven people gets to gets to walk free because you broke into his house without no, <laughs> without yeah, a warrant yeah, yeah.
2: Right?
0: when do we get that yeah. show that would be great
2: yeah dude yeah well i hate the well i just get you know, honestly like the most thing maybe it's because i was in the military but the biggest thing that annoyed me is watching the csi like forensic nerds are the ones kicking in the doors I'm God. like, dude, these guys, these no. guys are not, there's a whole fucking SWAT team for this. That's what they right. do. They don't, right. It's not, it's not the detective. It's not the lead detective. They don't do this. It, the, it, that the nerd the who
0: hasn't shot a gun in 10 years <laughs> doesn't get to be the point man in the breaching team. It's not, yes. no, <laughs> bad.
2: That's Stop it. Oh, that was the most... I always frustrated, especially after going through the Marine Corps. That was the most frustrating (laughs) thing for me. Not even the propaganda, just that. That annoyed me, and I don't know why.
1: (laughs) Or how they'd breach a fucking house. That would annoy the fuck out of me. No checking corners, no checking doorways. They're just oh there he is and then sprint through a fucking house out into the because it always goes through the back door and it's like nobody was at the back fucking door what the fuck are we doing no one no
0: one could no one of the the 20-man insertion team could have been bothered to go around the back
1: yeah but then you (laughs) see like live like actual videos of like cops going up to a house and it's like seven cops in the doorway and a dude takes out a shotgun and right puts some fucking metal in their chest and they're like how good i could never expected this and it's like a real life video and you're like you're well you know maybe you kind of deserve it at that point
0: the fourth guy in the stack is thinking god i don't know how i'm gonna financially recover <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> dude it's just so i we we did a couple like uh re-watches of those on like the earlier shows because we were i don't know why we were we were pretty angry at I mean we're still angry at cops but it's not as bad anymore so it was a lot funnier then but uh and we haven't seen any good ones lately I guess too but it was like them you know going up to a doorway and telling the person that they need to come out with their hands up and it's just four guys in a fucking in the doorway they're not even they don't even have their guns drawn like there was one they didn't have any guns drawn but they were like you need to come out you're armed uh, like they were basically saying that he's armed and dangerous and he, he needs to come out of the house right now and then the do just picks up a fucking gun and it's like all right bet there's i get a four for one shot right now because you guys are (laughs) idiots it's just wild it's just wild to me that um for however much stock uh the civilian population a lot puts into police officers at how incredibly uh incoherent and naive these police officers are when they're doing their job it's
2: just yeah just like every other government program
1: yes they're they're stupid. <laughs>
2: right. they're, they're bad
1: they're, they're misallocate they misallocate their resources
0: they weren't trained by the best they were trained by whoever costs the least
1: <laughs> yes yeah. and whoever stayed around the longest right and, and then decided to start a consulting
0: either. company after he retired <laughs> and
1: then go, and then won a contract because he helped out the the mayor's daughter at one point or some shit like that um but speaking of uh stupid cops and stupid things cops do uh what do you think about this uh gun bill that's going through um, um because that's gonna that's gonna be i don't think I'll, I'll just say this i don't think it's gonna get passed no obviously um but if it did get passed it's like what are they gonna do create a shit ton of fucking uh, you know what 30 how, how 80, many people? 87,000 ATF agents out of nowhere. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. The, yeah. The, you got the IRS people. And I was just saying, you know, if they pass that bill, the assault weapons ban or the Protect Our Children Act, if they pass that bill, it creates what, 100 million gun owners overnight as felons? Like, probably. What are they going to yeah. do with that?
0: They can't uh, do anything with that. I mean, there it's going to have to be a lot of no knock raids, and yeah. those are never going to be pleasant for, well, for a lot of people. Here, like, it, it's going to. A- Go ahead.
2: I was just going to say, here's maybe more of a broader question with like the, you know, the development of how far 3D printing has come, is gun control even feasible? Like, I I, I kind of believe that even before 3D printing, it kind of wasn't. But now with how far it's came, is that even feasible anymore? Like at all?
0: I mean, well, what is what I, I think the first thing we did address is like, what is gun control? And it's not taking guns it's not it's not preventing your ability to 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 have one it's saying if you have one well now you're a criminal right yeah and i mean we've already seen a multitude of people who just don't care already um whether or not society wants to consider them a criminal because they're out there willingly committing crimes um that you know far less severe than owning a gun uh or, or as this bill would 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 do so like on a practical measure i don't think it's enforceable um on a on a more psychological level i think this bill exists so that everyone can scream about the issue so that the 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 democrats can say oh look at this gun bill we're doing something right and then they go back to their their you know their 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 parents who you know demand things um committee and uh and and say look what we did we wrote this 300 page bill and no one no one please read it because it doesn't make any sense and it's not like logically coherent all the way through it's just a bunch of words on paper but look it's 300 pages that's a lot and here we passed it through the senate now you know the senators get to oh they, they steamrolled it through and oh politics and then the mm-hmm. house gets to complain about it on both sides. About hey, look at look at what the evil people are doing over there. Oh, but look, but they're they're writing a bill, and so everybody gets to scream about the issue to their voters, and then their voters get to go and vote for them because they said something that they agreed with, uh, as opposed to you know doing anything on one side or the other um, to actually resolve a problem. Uh, so I, I guess to underline my point here is that politicians don't care about the about solving a problem they care about having the issue to argue about so they can vote on it later
1: right Um, and as we've seen guns abortion and um financial things are the best things to run on yep guns abortion and i guess i i kind of roll in gay marriage and all that well welfare too but gay marriage and all that kind of runs into the abortion rights because it's part of roe v wade but you know all that's just kind of Those have been the hot talking points for the last 20 plus years, 30 plus years now. And, you know, it's been great to run on them. So they're going to continue doing it until they find the next thing that really gets people going. Immigration reform, things like that. Instead of actually making it logically consistent to get in this fucking country and not have somebody that's from a country that's extremely poor, uh, that has no job or any ties to the United States to come to this country legally they have to spend you know upwards of $40,000 uh, to get into this country legally and become a United States citizen and it's like bro they don't have any money now like what right. can we figure out a better way to do these things and that's what and that's why it gets people talking right it's like there's a lot of people that were like we want these we want things to get better for the general population like overall all of us want better for our communities you know like it's not like especially anarchists and libertarians we get a lot of flack for this like you oh you guys just don't give a shit about anything you guys don't want to help anybody you guys are selfish and it's like nah it's just like we've seen all the bullshit that they've done constantly and it's just to get you guys talking because you guys care about the issues just like we care about the issues we just think that we can do it better ourselves and we're not allowed to do it ourselves so that's where the problem lies And Mm -hmm. there is, and as much as I love to give uh, Democrats flack for this, the Republicans do it too, but they want the issue solved for them by somebody else. And that's why they elect somebody to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, you know, that's why we're in the position that we're in. We've continued to allow the power of ourselves, the individual population, the individual person's power to be rented out to somebody else. And it's never returned. And you guys are okay with that. So now it's their fault and it never has to be your fault again until it affects you directly. And then it's still their fault and you won't have to take responsibility. And you're like, I got fucked by the system, which you did get fucked by the system, but you got fucked by the system because you continuously let it take everything that you have.
0: You got fucked because you weren't paying attention. Yes. So, you know, who was fucking
1: you basically. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just crazy. And it, it, it sucks because you do you want to see a better, you know, mm-hmm. civilization. You want to see better communities. You want less homeless people or less. Um, uh, you want more of an uh, equality of opportunity, not outcome, but an opportunity. And uh, you want that because it creates a better society and it creates better businesses and cheaper products and all these it's other better things people in general, yeah.
0: just, yeah, just yeah. on base, better people.
1: Yeah, it does. Because it, and competition is healthy and things mm-hmm. like that are good because it brings out the best in people and it always has. And that's why people love sports and things like that. Cause mm-hmm. you're just amazed at like the talents that these people have. So if you do that in any other type of business, the better that mm-hmm. they do it, the cheaper it is for everybody else. And then we're all happy. Oh Yeah. And it's just wild that it's just a continuous talking points game when it comes to either state elections, county elections, federal elections. It's all just talking points and it's never actual until they do something where it's like now we're 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 creating a system where you can rat on your neighbor if they have guns and then you get no knock rated in the next couple months and you'll never know on who ratted you out.
0: Yeah, it's 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 all fucked. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no real other. Way. We're just fucked. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, all our 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 political sort of uh, class isn't paying attention anymore to what people want. Everyone's annoyed with them, and the people who aren't annoyed are still not paying attention. And, well, they're going to be the worst off later, because um, they're just they're just going to continue to be sort of milked like tax cattle basically
1: and it's unfortunate yeah i don't i don't think the federal government wants less people even though like there's people that keep calling for uh um you know a kid tax or something like that i've seen that going (laughs) around again lately wait Uh, really yeah they're like we should uh, there was one i can't remember who said it but they were like we should really start thinking as a society or i don't want a federal bill or anything but I think as a society, we should make it uh, um, taboo to have more than one kid because why would you bring more than one kid into the world at this point in time? Do you know how much carbon that is?
0: <laughs> yeah, why would you oh play at more God. than one tree or like more than one door in your house? Or maybe more than one <laughs> window in your in your your home. Yeah, Why would you ever own more than one TV or yeah. more than one trash can?
2: More than one gun. <laughs> right? Oh,
0: I was getting to that,
2: but...
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah dude i was just like oh this is and this this is the things that people and that's the other thing we have all these other issues and then we are arguing about stuff like that and it's like right. I'm just waiting for the collapse man i'm just uh i'm just enjoying it on the way down
0: like if if i could if i could magically like you know put in one keystone thing that might maybe like stop this this whole thing from derailing right it would be an overhaul of the irs because yes, then maybe we, people would start paying more attention. Yeah, okay, just just an IRS, but with a website that you can log into with a bunch of sliders for all the government initiatives, and you can you can you can take your contribution to the general taxes, right, and decide what 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 government actions that money goes to. You know, if you yeah. want to put it all in defense, fine, put your whatever amount of money in defense. If you want to put it all in whatever homeless shelters, do that. But I, if if maybe maybe if if people could pay a little more attention to what money they were giving the government they might pay a little more attention to who's in the government and then maybe it doesn't need to just implode on itself
1: but exactly well it's like well that was kind of that was one of our first shows too we had uh, a guy on named crowdfunded government oh yeah and yeah he was he was all over that and he was all about it I don't really know what happened to him or if there was some libertarian <laughs> drama with that, but probably I, as always,
2: I actually, I just saw him at Childerberg a couple of months oh, ago. Oh, really? So. Good. Yeah. It, so he's doing good. Yeah. He's
1: all right. <laughs> 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 He's just fine. He's not, he's not dead. He, and no. I mean, he's still possibly a fed, but he's not dead. And that's cool. Um, but speaking of the IRS, the 87,000 people that they're going to hire to oh, send out to all of the the um what is it the poverty belt because that's what it overlays the graph or it's like the amount of people that uh or w- the states that have the biggest um auditing and the areas that get audited the most in the united states is basically right on par with the poverty belt in the united states yeah. well, so now we're going to send 87,000 more of those people to audit the poverty belt even more. It,
0: it is a good min max strategy on the side of the government because They're just fucking with the people who can't afford the good lawyers to fuck with the government instead. Yeah. Right. And that's it. That's it. It's, it's a bunch of people with money and power fucking with people who don't have a lot of money and power to milk a couple extra shekels out of them for whatever. uh, Who cares? It's all garbage.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, well, I don't know my fur like a lot of, yeah, that's what it looks like. They're probably, yeah, they're going to hurt poor people. That's, that's what government money does.
0: That's like every bill that's been passed in the last 10 years. It just has some, you know, grossly negative effect on people who don't have, you know, loose money to fight.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking, I mean, this this was my first thoughts and I haven't looked much into it. But like with that big of an increase, because it's like bigger than like the FBI, the State Department, Border Patrol, uh, the Pentagon, like some other department, like all combined in one, the IRS is going to be bigger than all of those departments combined. And, you know, I was kind of thinking like, well, this could be like maybe something along the lines of, you know, the U S dollar, you know, going away, maybe they're going to transition into like uh, a digital type of currency. Like they kind of been throwing around. Um, I was, I was thinking maybe a crackdown on crypto something like that because that crypto seems to be picking up um i don't know it just seems like they're really overhauling they're really jacking up the irs and i don't know exactly what it is i mean it could just be they're gonna get the the most shackles out of the poor that they can but i don't know i think i don't know i feel like something else is in the works i don't really know i can't put my finger on it but i mean we are we we are turning
0: say, into a oh sorry sorry go ahead.
2: <laughs> I was just going to say that I think the IRS also has like their own SWAT team too. Yeah so.
0: yeah no they totally do. Um, and really at the end of the day, every agency is a, is a, is a subgroup of the IRS because the IRS pays all their bills. Um, That's true. Like and even even the ATF right so the ATF, uh you you have to buy a tax stamp for like your suppressors or your your NFA devices. That's yeah. to the IRS, not the ATF. Oh, so okay. even there, uh, a freaking IRS agency. Um, what was I going to say? Though it, it was, I don't know. It's all garbage, man. I, I'm, I'm, I, I, just all you can do is watch and just watch and wait for for the inevitable step too far.
2: You know. Yeah, and with, I guess. I guess it would be, maybe you would know this, but I mean, is there a way or any idea that you have of like how many or how frequent that like 3d printing of guns is becoming in this country?
0: Um, I mean, it's remarkably easy,
2: um, easy and cheap, right? It's
0: remarkably easy, remarkably cheap, you know, hardware is readily available for anyone with a little bit of disposable income. um, and then if you have a little bit of time, you can make it work basically as well as any, you know, off the shelf gun. So I mean, I would I would say we're probably into the millions, probably not into the tens of millions.
2: Well, a million people printing guns is that's right. the size of the it's, US Army.
0: <laughs> it's it's one quarter of one percent of the population. So rookie numbers. Good work, but rookie numbers. I'm still a little disappointed in you kids. (laughs) But um, we're getting there.
2: Yeah, and I mean, it seems like uh, it seems like a lot. uh, It seems like a lot of the things that's coming out of 3D printing is advancing relatively pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially like, would you say that you guys have come? Uh, or the 3D printing community has come a long way since, like probably two years ago.
0: Yeah. So when you when you think about it, um, we're in like yeah, th- this was explained to me from with some some people who are far more knowledgeable knowledgeable about early guns than I am. Uh, we're in like the 1890s, right? With 3D printing, okay. we're, well, we were anyway, and because we're trying to make you know semi-automatic firearms that, you know, with simple tooling and make them relatively reliable, but we're using butter to hold everything together, right? Which is what they were using in 1890. It was just butter, steel, it was soft as hell. They hadn't quite figured out how to harden it yet. And so, you know, progressing on now with like the FGC-9 R2s and some of the, the, like the Biden's main AR upper that came out, um, we're getting into like the early 1900s now with, you know, semi-automatic, relatively light caliber, um, repeatable firearms. So we're making progress. Um, you know, we've still got another 100 years of technological development to go before we get to modern day. But, you know, considering we covered 20 years and a year and a half, um, you know, we'll get there pretty quick.
2: That's amazing, dude. It's It's almost... I don't know if you're a fan of crypto or anything, but it's kind of like how, I mean, I kind of see like, almost like technology is going, in a lot of ways, is going to be the things that can help free us. Oh, and yeah. almost avert the state in anything they try or want to do to us. And it's almost getting to the point where it doesn't even matter what laws they put on the books or what they try to do, because, or even if they try to enforce it or outlaw anything, it seems that it's almost just becoming damn near impossible to for them to do anything because everything instead of you having to go to like some major weapons company to buy whatever a firearm you want they were almost to the point where you you can just go online download it have a 3d yeah. printer of the equipment for it and you could basically print it out almost mm-hmm. yeah and i don't know stuff like that just like it, that's what gives me hope not not really anything in Washington, you know, not really anything that goes on in the political space. And yeah, don't get me wrong. I like seeing some radical politicians say the right thing. It does make me feel a little bit better. But in the end of the day, I'm not relying on them to set us free. I'm relying on communities like yours and what what your guys are building and how that's uh Advancing and very quickly. And because I remember seeing like when we, the first time we were interviewing you, you know, before, we're, I mean, you we were all looking up clips and stuff about 3D printer weapons and stuff. And, you know, it'd be like a gun that put like, you know, 300 rounds through it and then break and snap and bust and all this. And we we're like, oh man, like this is cool. I just really hope. You know, it gets better. And then now the <laughs> clips that I'm seeing online, I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Like, hey,
0: watch me dump my 10,000s so round through this Glock, you know. it's Yeah. Oh, yes. uh, you can. And I'm not going to. I don't want to sugarcoat this for the listeners, right? There is a level of you have to know what you're doing in order to, to build a 3D printed gun that works reliably, that doesn't break in within 100 rounds. But the files are getting better. They're getting more and more, more and more structurally sound. So it more and more comes down to you and your ability to use your 3d printer to print this thing. And so, you know, I, I don't want to like mislead anyone. and say, Oh, you can just hit the button and it's magically it's, it's yeah, better it's than a Glock, you one know, day. soon, maybe, maybe we'll get there with the advent of technology with better printers and everything else uh, being more accessible at a lower price. But you have to know, you have to understand some of how your printer works in order to print well, you know, and not have it break and...
2: <laughs> or blow it, up on you. <laughs> yeah. We, could you almost describe it in a weird way? Like it's almost like an art form.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, we've, so I, the guide.control.p.com, I'm plugging my shit here. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the guide.control.p.com, learn how to 3D print, and we've, we've covered all of the science there, right? So set up your printer, follow the instructions, uh, set up your printer, start printing something that isn't a gun, and then tune in that printer so that it prints well. And then print a gun. Uh, and then from that point on, it becomes more art than science, right? So we've, we've, we've ironed out all the science. The science is done. Now you just have to sort of feel your way through the last 20%. Yeah,
1: Typo, typo and I, when we first got our printer um we we didn't get to the one percent mark we (laughs) could we bought it and we retarded so (laughs) and and we're retarded but uh his his dad really wanted to mess with it so i don't know if you guys have yet or not but um when i get my new place i'm planning to get because i didn't get i didn't i don't think i got quite all the things i needed you know like there's like a certain point where you don't like you need the bigger plate you need some of the other things that make it a little bit easier to do things with it. And uh, I, we were fucking poor shit then too. And yeah, typos in circle K right now. So right. You know, maybe he can't, I,
0: I but... hear it's good money.
1: <laughs> yeah. Apparently being homeless is where it's at right now. Look, look but, uh... 20
0: bucks is 20 bucks. All
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, that's, that's like the plan is we've kind of gotten really big and we really like Bitcoin. Like that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Obviously. And uh, so that was the one undertaking that I had over the last year and a half was like, all right, let's really figure out what Bitcoin is and what it does and things like that. You know, I feel like I it was it's an integral part of what I think will be successful in the future. So right. it's like I really need to understand this to at least a point where I can explain it to other people that respect me or want to hear what i think about something so that now this is very small yeah that
0: bit, yeah i was <laughs> yeah. saying i don't know about the first part but tell me about so this is actually <laughs> something that i've been trying to like figure out myself is because i see bitcoin more as like a store of value than uh a, a monetary device right
1: so what i'm looking at it as now So before I was like, oh, store of value, I understand the concept of what that is saying. It's an asset that won't depreciate when inflation kicks in kind of deal, you know, but the reason why it won't is because, well, the only reason why now that I'm so far into it, or I'm like, all right, this is it. This is how it's going to be is because I legitimately see it as the future currency of. global world like it's it's got it's got to be because all these other ones are going to fucking fail and even if there's other competing ones like even if the u.s dollar is still survived by the crypto u.s dollar or something like that there's going to be a lot of people that are just going to be like yeah i'm not doing that anymore and as the technology gets better with bitcoin and it's more easily accessible to go from dollars to bitcoins and bitcoins to dollars and it's getting there and there's things that help you do that more um the more people are going to be like yeah i get to hold the actual money that i have because i I was explaining this to somebody the other day where i was like yeah you know once you put the money in like a bank like you don't own that money anymore the bank owns that money technically like from a legality perspective they own that money even though it's your money stored in their bank like they Mm -hmm. legitimately own that but with bitcoin And if you have your own keys and you have your own wallet and cold storage and uh, hot storage or hard storage, whatever, um, I did a lot of research, obviously. And, uh, (laughs) you know, if you have that, then you own your keys. So that money is yours and it's accessible to you when you need it. And so that's kind of how I see it. And I think, I mean, we've been saying it the whole time, like it's going to fail at some point all this is well, going to fail it i,
2: I would think- just i would i was just going to add on top of that like here it probably won't might not catch on as quickly here in america because we do have the the us dollar it's it's still you know pretty dominant it might be dominant for who knows how long right but it became very popular in like third world countries and a lot of people were able to it, because they used it as a store of value and they were able to leave their country with their currency depreciating and they didn't have to worry about their own government robbing them as they were leaving and that's when when i realized that like watching like zimbabwe go for like you know 100 100% percent to 1000 inflation or whatever ridiculous it was and those right. people were freaking out but the, the the people there that had bitcoin they were okay and that was that was like to me it was like holy shit like i don't know i'm not saying that the dollar is gonna like go insane you could i don't fucking know i'm no economic i'm not an economist <laughs> but right. to me that was like the biggest thing and and like luke said i think once the user friendliness catches up and like, just like with 3d printing once it mm-hmm. like it becomes more understandable to the to the layman like myself i think it'll pick up a lot faster and as it becomes more user-friendly it'll pick up and increase and increase and increase and, and, that's, and that's i think so, inevitably
0: that's sort of the 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 you're sort of illustrating the sort of the, the problem that I have with Bitcoin is most of the community is sort of at least perceived to be like the, the whole kids. All they do is buy Bitcoin and hold it. And yeah. what I need from Bitcoin, because I, I take Bitcoin in, in my shop, right? Right. Uh, I need to go and buy ammo with Bitcoin or buy groceries with Bitcoin or yes. pay rent with Bitcoin. Right. So these are all like the utility of the thing is missing and it, it's just a store of value but not a very good one because the wild variations of like the, the, the crypto to us dollar aside from inflation. Right. So Mm -hmm. like I I look at a store value as something that, that increases in value proportionately to the, you know, increase in inflation. Right. Right. So $107 or $100 in gold over the course of a year at 7% inflation, right. Is now worth $107 later or something more than $107. Um, and Bitcoin doesn't do that. It's got its own sort of like, like
2: try try zooming out with it. Right. No, no, I understand. I I got
1: the right. That's the problem. Right. Because this is, it's very, for a lot of, we just, I think we just talked about this where it's like, uh, it's your time preference, right? It's like, you got your high time preference and your low time preference. And like currently for me right now, I'm in a spot where I'm not on get on zero. Like our buddy, we had a guy on a couple of weeks ago. He's like, get on zero. Like I, he runs, he helps run a, a whole page about it. He, get on zero came fiat. On the, yeah, get on zero. or So he's no fiat and he's all Bitcoin and he mm-hmm. can live his life that way. And yet when he needs to transfer it, maybe some of the transfer times are a little bit longer than he, than he would like them, but he can do everything that he wants to do right. by- living off of the Bitcoin that he has. And he, and he decided to do it when it was at its fucking peak too. Mm -hmm. So like he was already in Bitcoin before that, but like when he finally made the choice to like bet, I'm going to go all in on this. I've been talking about it. I just got to fucking do it. He did it at its peak. So he was like, It was like a fuck moment, too, because he kept going down, kept going down, kept going down. (laughs) And now it's leveled out to a place where it's kind of staying in that twenty thousand range. And he's like, even if I did lose all that money on it, like that's it's still okay with me because I own that money and I'm still living well within my means to be able to do that. And he's like, I'm not telling everybody to go out there and be like, yeah, get (laughs) go invest everything that in your bank account right now into bitcoin right and then next week if it drops you know ten thousand dollars and you're at fucking a hundred dollars left in your your account then you're kind of fucked and how i saw it was i'm at a point right now where each paycheck that i get if i needed to pay rent or things like that i can do everything i need to with that paycheck that comes in but the following paychecks after that i could basically put all that into bitcoin and i'm a little bit more in a spot that i'm able to do that now if i wanted to right i haven't made that jump yet because it freaks me the fuck out but i also told him the last time i was like i need to stop being a bitch and just do it but i think what you're the the problem is we have to get it to a point that Cause not everybody's thinking about the the low time or the the yeah the low time preference nobody right. it's hard to think about that especially in tumultuous times right. so it's like we have to get it so it's easily adaptable for the high time preference current right now time preference type people and that's yeah the, the
0: uh the the but yeah <laughs> most people still operating on a paycheck to paycheck sort of lifestyle yes. Is yeah. really the biggest detriment to cryptocurrency. Period.
1: Yeah, especially um, with it not yeah. being a easily. But he also does a lot of his in, uh, like his day to day expenses in Cash App. He mm-hmm. keeps it in. He keeps a certain amount in Bitcoin, um, on Cash App, and it's easily adjusted to cash, on Cash App, and that's kind of how he pays some of those more. Uh, immediate bills if you right. would if you had to say it so i don't know yeah, it's and, it's and it's just one of those go ahead type
2: yeah up. i was just gonna say like you know like especially with a lot of people they and i mean i still kind of have this mindset sometimes but like uh when bitcoin was at like 67 68 i think 67 was when it peaked or whatever and that was a that was an easy time to be like buy Bitcoin. I fucking told y'all, you, you know, like, it. you know, get up and get everyone on it. But now that it's like, you know, dropped like 60 something percent of its value, you, you know, trying to tell people like buy Bitcoin at this moment is a little bit more difficult because right. like, it it's should be easier. Scary.
1: It should be the best time. Right. Well
2: that, that, yes, that would be the argument would be like, that's, now that's, it's actually that's counter to normal people thinking. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And you know, and, and honestly, when, when I first started buying Bitcoin, I think when me and Luke started buying Bitcoin, it was in like the fifty thousand yeah. range. When we, I mean, we had a little bit, not much at all, but a little bit before that. When we consistently started buying it, it was pretty close to its peak. So, I mean, and it's dropped. So, like, I mean, if I if I add up all the amount of money that I put in my Bitcoin, I probably am in a net loss. I think I I don't really know, you, but I also expect it to, it to
1: go back up, and that's the biggest well, that, thing. Yeah, like
2: that's the that's the goal. I mean, if you're not buying Bitcoin hoping it goes up, then what the fuck are you buying Bitcoin for? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the,
0: the real meta maneuver, right, is you buy something with cash, but in a large quantity. So you get a you get a, a bulk pricing discount, like from a vendor. So for like patches, right? You you pay mm-hmm. them in cash, and then you sell that for Bitcoin. And so it doesn't matter what the price of Bitcoin and what the spot price is. You've, you know, 5X right there.
1: Yeah. Exactly. No, that's the, honestly, like that's, I mean, that's how there's a lot of people that have done it like that for all their merch shops and mm-hmm. things like, you know, that's a way to do it. And our merch is slow moving because we never fucking <laughs> plug it. We never promote it, <laughs> but you know, and, but that's but ours is on demand. See. Yeah. <laughs> right? Ours is on demand too. But that's kind of how I see, uh, you know, the 3d printing as, as it gets more user-friendly, as it becomes, um, more easily uh, the entrance to get into it, it gets it so many more people to start to do it because then it becomes a hobby and then you can do this or that or you know, there's, there's some people that have 300 bucks lying around but like you said, there's a lot of people that it's like paycheck to paycheck and they don't have 300 bucks lying around for an ender and it's like, you know, it's a little bit different obviously because it's Bitcoin and one's uh, one's got a more user ability than the other one, I think. And that's the 3D printing because you can do a lot of stuff with it. Uh, having
0: a physical thing helps a lot.
1: Yes, it does. It does. I, I, I recommend everybody grabbing a cold storage so then you can put your Bitcoin on something <laughs> that you can physically see. And there you go. Yeah, see? There you go.
2: But, yeah, you know, yeah. it's
1: just one of those things. I think I've said this since our first show, I'm pretty sure, is technology is going to be the thing that legitimately... Takes us out of the dark ages that we're living in right now because it's what took us out of the fucking dark ages in the first place.
0: Every yeah. every, every dark age is solved through innovation. And uh, thank God the government can't innovate at all. They're phys- they're 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 fundamentally incapable of innovating.
1: Yep. Yes. And every it's, single it's, time.
2: Yeah, yeah it's, still up, it's up running. to us. They're still running on a system that was created 240 years ago. So, <laughs> the
0: the number of uh, of of was it nuclear launch codes that were still zero 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 like in the control bunkers because they <laughs> never yeah. set a new password.
1: That is, uh, I I couldn't imagine. I'd, that's wild. I never yeah. heard that before, but yeah. it doesn't surprise me in the least Not at all. Uh, the
0: the number of uh, once upon a time I did security audits for the government and the number of passwords that were on post-it notes under keyboards or under mouse pads were just astronomically high.
1: Oh, oh that's still a thing. That, yeah. That's a thing. No, it, like if you go into a military never office, yeah. If you go into a military office right now, you can find a password easier shit. Absolutely. You can imagine how many CTEs those motherfuckers have to hmm? like, yeah. they're, they're not hey, remembering well- shit.
2: The government also, like, I'll say this for someone that's not the best at remembering passwords, the government made it a very like these like insane credentials you had to have for your password, at least to me. And it was like, you know, five capital letters, four numbers or whatever, special characters. And, and yep. like if it was too close to your previous one, then you couldn't do that. So, like, I kind of understood why people always put them under no. their keyboard. <laughs> it was it was
0: the most anti-human policy the 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 US government password policy was the most anti-human policy i'd ever seen because it was never something that could ever be remembered by an actual person
1: no no it's not it can't have like your name con- uh, an actual word like it was the wildest thing ever and i was like i was i never remembered it so i had to reset it every time i logged into <laughs> one of those fucking systems yeah. The
0: only reason reason I ever remembered my password is because I'm from the last generation of people who had physical keypads on phones and we didn't have like a phone book just on the phone. We had to actually dial numbers to get people. And so I would, I would memorize phone numbers Yeah, and I, my, it was like it, but if you, the physical keypads on phones and keyboards are flipped, right? So if you kept the physical location for all the buttons of my phone number and you type that into the keypad with a couple special characters and a couple other uh, a couple other letters. That was my password the whole time, because <laughs> the, the only way I could remember it because it was the physical locations
1: of the keys. Mm, um, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, well, that's kind of how my company's kind of got the same thing now, where uh, it has to be like this fucking crazy password. And so then when I make passwords for like our personal accounts for this podcast and I have to share it with typo it's like all craziness <laughs> I'm Like, what is? This, <laughs> and he's dude? like he's like why dude it's like my first initial his second initial his first initial my second initial it's like all over the place and then like the year or like a birthday year or something Man. or you know month yeah. day and then a couple special characters and he's like why do you make it like this and I was like well now I have to remember my stuff so I have to make them more complicated so I can remember this one stuff. It's all <laughs> it's all yeah, fucking it, wild. Yeah, every
2: time. Well, the only reason you can say that out loud is because that was like our first password like three years ago. And now it's like something completely different. Well, I you think always, we've like, changed
1: it by 20. I- I think we've changed it like 20 times because we don't ever remember it.
2: Yeah, we're retarded and we get new devices and then we're like, do you remember the password for this account? Do you remember the anchor password? And he's like, no, reset it. (laughs) (laughs) So now it's time
0: to introduce the episode sponsor, which is LastPass.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. Dude, if I could get one of those, I would, if I got sponsored by one of those places, I'd be like, yeah, I use this fucking every day. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because I can't remember shit. And it's got a biometric screening for me to log in. I can use my fucking thumbprint.
0: Look, most of you are retarded like me. You can't remember anything. Just trust this faceless organization on the internet to encrypt this text file on their computer that has all your passwords. It's fine. Nothing wrong could possibly happen here.
1: And especially with like all the leaks with like big data companies lately. It's like, uh, my... My credit karma, when I look it up, it's oh, like God. your password has been, uh, this password has been, uh, found in 17 different login sites as being, I don't know, breached or something like this. And I'm like, well, I guess it's going to be breached and I'll change right. it to another one in a little bit.
0: I'll change it <laughs> when I get the notification of that, from that company that someone logged into my, my life account <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Exactly.
1: <laughs> from Zimbabwe because they're right. trying to buy some Bitcoin. Yep. No,
0: I legit do use LastPass and it's, it's great, but it's also just, it's got to come back to bite me one of these days.
1: Yeah. They all are though. That's the problem is like, you gotta, you gotta take what is an acceptable loss, you know, right. like there's, there's some things where you're like, all right, that's an acceptable loss that I'm willing to take at this point. And that's kind of, mm. it's just kind of how it goes.
0: I'm trying. Cause I, so this is a, it's a little Kingston data traveler. You probably can't mm. see it, but it's an encrypted thumb drive. And so I'm trying to find one of those portable password apps that I can just put on this and then walk around
1: with it. But I haven't found a good one yet. haven't found a good one. Yeah. It's hard. That's the thing with technology too, man. A lot of it's huh. still not for the layman and you don't know right. really.
0: Well, there, there was this golden era in the early two thousands where a bunch of people were just dumping out freeware. Right. And it's, you see this in every tech group that started up on the internet in the last 30 years is they start up developing freeware and then people, then it turns into eventually software as a service, right? Which is where we are now with LastPass and all these other companies um, is you just pay them every month. And then you get the same service that you used to get for free with this yeah. free thing that you downloaded once upon a time. It was really a better time. And <laughs> I'm sad that it's gone to shit too.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause they would just innovate it too for you. And you just had to update it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Bastards.
0: Or they just didn't and you just had a thing that worked.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It just always
0: worked. (laughs) Yeah. This was this was before day one DLC patches and stuff, you know?
2: (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, when like uh well when I found out like I I played a lot of games growing up, like Xbox games. Yeah, we can tell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whatever. And when I had I would have games on there and like I found out like, oh, they're coming out with like DLC, like maps or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then I found out that the maps are already installed on the game itself, on the disc. Yeah. They're just giving you like a code or whatever that lets you access what you right. already fucking bought. Yeah. It it was I when I found that out, I wanted to throw like I I wanted to go on a riot, dude. <laughs> I was like, what, dude? They're just robbing us. And they come out with like five DLCs. And then then next year, they come out the whole fucking new game. And you're like, oh, my God, dude.
0: Yeah, at least now when you buy the game, the, the all those maps and stuff aren't already bundled in that download, right? It's another download that you have to get later. So, yes,
1: <laughs> yeah, really... it makes it a little different, <laughs> right?
0: It feels a little different, but also the same.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, same, same, but different. Yeah, dude, it's a, it's a crazy world we're living in. And uh, I'm just going to keep on living, I guess. I con- got nothing better to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking clown world. It's like the Stranger Things. Everything's upside down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, uh, Master of Puppets is only known as the Stranger Things song. That fucking bothers the hell out of me. I don't know if what? you guys watched. Yeah, There's like, like Metallica big...
0: Master of Puppets. Yeah, yes,
1: yeah. The, wow. zoomer, the Zoomers only know it because of
2: Stranger Things. Yeah.
0: Well, we're fucked. And I've lost <laughs> Bush. That, that's it. I've lost every last shred of hope for the, <laughs> the for the remainder of humanity.
1: Kate Bush, who wasn't even on the radio in the 80s, is on the radio all the time. Um, you know, it's just we're living in a fucking weird ass world, man. I hear uh parachute pants are coming back. Oh god damn. It. <laughs> Never mind, maybe it's not worth living anymore. <laughs> where's, my fucking, yeah, no. where's my pistol at? <laughs> but oh, look, at <laughs> there <that>. you go, <laughs> that thing's dope, dude. Like, did you little... make
0: that? Yeah, this is uh, this is the Tack Daddy,
1: the Tack Daddy. Oh.
0: So, uh, Sol Invictus, which is a company you probably don't know. They made a Tac Nine, which is an updated for current year, Tech uh, Nine. So it's got Tech Nine aesthetics, but everything is completely different on the inside. It's all new metal bits. Uh, uses AR fifteen fire control group. It's a hammer instead of a garbage striker. Um, so the trigger actually feels kind of nice. <laughs> but yeah, and so now we're uh, we're we're making some three D printed lowish for them.
1: Fuck yeah, dude that's dope i'm so excited for the how big like it's gonna it's there's gonna be something that really just sets it off like it's been set off constantly like there's Mm -hmm. been like little fires but there's gonna be like a raging forest fire and it's coming soon i follow this one guy that uh he's he's like an engineer i can't remember his name right now i was trying to find it earlier but he uh is trying to figure out how to um make the barrel you know at home Mm -hmm. make a barrel and like spin it so it's got the ro- correct rotations for all bullets and things like that instead of having to buy it. And mm-hmm. he's doing it with like fucking buckets and shit. And he's also making
0: um, yeah, ECM.
1: ECM. yeah the So
0: yeah. Uh, they Stark and Ivan and I think
1: uh,
0: Jeff Rod were the three guys who put that together um, in the early days. Uh, and then Ivan put it into Sort of a more concise form for the FGC nines, so you can make those barrels at home. And they're starting to play with more calibers in the same sort of tech format and different chamberings. They're trying to figure out how to do uh, like shouldered cartridges, like your two-two-three. So anything with a with a shoulder in it, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they're getting there. It's uh, it's it's fun to watch.
1: That's the crazy Where... thing. It's going to be the whole thing you're going to be able to make at home. Mm-hmm. It's gonna Were be those awesome?
2: Were those guys kind of like the ones that started it off? Is there kind of, I don't know, do you know like the kind of the history with 3D printing when it all kind of started?
0: Yeah, um, so way back, uh, the first thing that you will probably remember hearing about it is, uh, you know, Cody Wilson on 60 Minutes with the Liberator. Right. Yes. Um, around that same time, there's a group of other people on the internet discussing it, um, sort of making, you know, some, some loose designs for it. um. That birthed Foscad, uh, and then you know, people started paying more and more attention in the early twenty tens. Um, and then twenty, I want to say twenty seventeen, a guy named Durwood released the Shooty AP nine, um, which was, it it was it was you know it's the father to the FGC nine, so it's uh you know it, it's it's. I wouldn't call it a finished gun. It worked, but it took quite a bit of refinement to get it to work. And then uh, Sark found that and got together with Ivan and they put together the FGC nine Mark one, which refined all of that, um, put it into a format that was easy to understand and, and, and actually build um, set up, set off a, or set up using common um, sort of common metric hardware. So, you know, you're, you're, common round stock sizes that you could get and uh, then Ivan and Jeff Rod worked together to put together the sort of ECM barrel documentation that went into that so you can make your own barrels at home Uh, and then the Menendez mag that had already been released at that time sort of came into play as now you can 3D print your magazine also so you're really just buying some common stock common fasteners common springs um, to finish out building this thing and uh, most of it, all of it was available, still available on AliExpress. So you can get it shipped pretty well ev- everywhere. Um, yeah, so that was 2018, 2019. God, now I can't even remember what day it's, it's, it's been forever, but not that long. I can't remember what day it was when that or what, what year it was when the, the FGC9 Mark I came out. Uh, and then they went back into dev. Um, so, and, and again, along this, this whole timeline, you're seeing the, you know, the Tech 9 release, the, the EB-10, the Glock frames that have been that, all over the place now. Um, yeah, just a long design history of just everything else, sort of, um, you know, that we're, that, you know, stuff that us in America are spoiled for because we can just buy parts for it, but you can't buy them anywhere else. Um, And then, let's see, 20, last year, 21, the, uh, the, the Mark II came out for the FGC9. So, again, enhanced um, ergonomics, enhanced buildability, refined the instructions more, refined all the documentation so that every, it's, it's even easier now to build. And that's what you're seeing in, like, Myanmar and, and foreign countries and foreign conflicts um, sort of appearing here and there.
1: Yeah. It's huge in Myanmar. If you just, I just typed in Jay Stark. um, But it's his stuff is literally all over anything Mm -hmm. with Myanmar in it. Yep. Um, RIP Jay Stark. But uh, you know, it's just crazy to see how, how much it's changed. And there's, I'm telling you, we're coming up on something with all the work that all you guys do. They're coming up on something that's just going to make it, There's going to be something that somebody figures out where it's just going to be the fire that started. You know,
0: there are two huge technological hurdles that we need to come over. The first is a more economical, higher end, a higher quality, more economical 3D printer. Right. So, right, we're starting to see that. I think the first, the first one of note is like the Bamboo Labs X1. Which is just coming off of their Kickstarter. I've seen a lot of the pre-roll for it around the internet, and it seems like it does a really good job. It has a lot of features that you would you would be hard to that would be hard to find in like a four or five thousand dollar printer. But you're getting them for thousand dollars. So yeah. again, that's that's one fifth the cost. We're seeing the it just drop, you know, a lot. the The thing you give up on that is a lot of it's proprietary. So we like open source. We like you know having everything out there in the public. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's a little bit, uh you know, it's it's a little it's a little hinky. They might try and do something weird if they find out. Oh, everyone who's printing guns with these, you know. But right, mm, it, they're early, right? So we'll, we'll give them a little bit of credit. Um. Hopefully, we'll that'll that'll drive some more innovation out of the guys like from Prusa or Creality to deliver a better quality printer at a far lower price. Right. Um. And then the other thing that we're that, that the other big hurdle is, um, you know, locking locked actions. So right now with the FGC nine, um, it's all blowback, and anything you see like any of the ARs, they're using you know the the commercial AR bolts and barrels. So we're buying locking parts from you know all these companies instead of f- finding a way to make them, and that's like the next big hurdle is some locking mechanism for a 3d printed firearm that makes it capable of handling, uh, you know, two, two, three, that natively. Um, there's a guy who's playing with a, a flywheel delay mechanism. And I don't like, I, I understand the physics enough to understand them, but not enough to explain them. It's a little bit of an, of an insane thing, so he's got it's he's firing a 450 Bushmaster cartridge. Just commercial 450 Bushmaster. It's a blowback action that's acting on a flywheel in the stock to retard the bolt thrust coming back. So it still opens at a safe velocity.
1: Um <laughs> yeah I, it's you're it's gonna revolutionize what a gun is
0: right it's i don't think i've ever seen a flywheel in any firearm ever um so that's kind of new and i don't know he's just he if, if you're listening go subscribe to evan jones on youtube he's the kid who's doing it he has a lot of plain stuff he's a brilliant kid um but yeah flywheel delay rifle is chef's kiss it's 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 another level of 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 silly and i love it but uh i don't know he he's gonna see where it goes i'm i'm anxious to watch and uh and see what happens with that
1: fuck yeah dude well it's it's next it's an exciting time it's a weird time there's a (laughs) lot of shit going on and it's just like keep finding the uh the things that give you more freedom over your life and that's kind of like it's kind of like the goal at this point
0: Every every little bit of freedom.
1: Would you <clears throat> anywhere you can take it? Would you say that the
2: 3D printing uh, community is very toxic, like the Bitcoin community can be sometimes? <laughs> oh yeah,
0: every every online community is just full of like some of the most toxic goddamn people in the world. But yeah. what are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> there there, there isn't a wholesome community anymore because you know money and fame,
2: right? yeah yeah it's just yeah. it's just funny because i've seen some like 3d printing dudes go at it online sometimes and i'm like oh god dude this is <laughs> they're <Right. laughs> yeah. they're like arguing over like semantic like to me it's semantics like I'm, right. I'm just an outsider and but i'm like wait aren't you guys like on the same team and they hate each other
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know there's <laughs> god there's a lot of that uh <laughs> it's
1: like it's yeah. like libertarians in general right <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yes
2: any any <laughs> any like fringe community that has i don't know a d de- like just a decent amount of community like people in their community they're going to argue like over the most craziest things sometimes to me mm-hmm. but I, I actually love it i think it actually i think it builds a community and makes them better because <laughs> kind of It kind of stirs which way the the community goes and you kind of want that debate.
0: Some people like collaboration and some people like conflict and you get a lot of both depending on whatever you want to pay attention to. So, you know. I don't know. (laughs) I try to lose some. I desperately try not to get involved in it, but I'm apparently involved. I'm I'm apparently like involved in most of it and I don't say anything (laughs) about it, but it's all (laughs) my (laughs) fault somehow. I don't
2: know. <laughs> what do people just don't like your, I don't know, whatever content you produce? I don't know.
0: I just get attributed with stuff. I'm like, I didn't do any of
2: that. Oh. Well, I, it's kind of cool. People are I don't know. I guess mean, I guess easy, I
0: guess I'll, publicity
1: I, is good publicity. Yeah,
0: somebody's gotta be the villain. I guess I'll put on a fucking cape or something, but you know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs>
1: you're like i'm just a guy like i just right. i just do this on my free time like i don't know i'm the trying to make yourself.
0: it a full-time job but shit you know yeah exactly <laughs> but no like i'm just i'm just here like i was an admin for a group and then I'm like oh yeah, your group kicked a bunch of people i'm like i don't know man i'm just here
1: i don't whatever you're like i didn't <laughs> kick anybody right. I don't know what the fuck did i kick
0: about? you why are you why are you adding me on twitter bro <laughs> settle down i don't know Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. it's it's any community. There's always drama, and people like to follow drama, and I fucking despise it. And whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know? well, yeah, that's it kind is of how of...
1: we are. We kind of just stick out of it. We're just like, right. yeah, we're flies on the we, wall, just watching. We I, I will say shit on both sides,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> fair, fair, and reasonable. Now, I I will say that there is like when there is a fundamental like safety flaw in a 3D printed gun, I will shit on people all day, all day and all night. Um but like the harlot, right? It's it's I have a lot of issues with that group. And here I I don't want to talk about drama. I'm I'm talking about the drama. The harlot is a shitty gun. It's bad. (laughs) It's not even good for gun buybacks. Just don't. Right? A songbird is cheaper to print and easier to deal with. And just it's 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 three parts, right? And you take it to a guy, a buyback. You say, "Here's a gun," uh, but like they they didn't really test it before they released it. Uh, when they released it, they didn't inform the people making it that it was it was considered in an any other weapon. So it's an actual felony, like a problematic felony. Oh wow! <laughs> so they just they just allowed people to be ignorant about that. I'm like, no, no, you have to proactively tell them this. And you can't allow that to like just be out, you know what I mean? Like you as you know, you can't have that out there with without that disclaimer, because you know, fifty people going to jail because they printed your bullshit gun uh, is not good. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. pretty bad. You know, especially when they're they're completely ignorant about. Like you have to inform people in this community, especially because nobody knows anything. We're all on the bleeding edge of technology and law, so. Yeah, you know it's kind of a problem. Um, anyway, that's that's my rant. Uh, <laughs> the songbird
1: looks pretty dope. I like the songbird. Yeah, it's nice. It yeah, looks, I, it, it, the it looks like a crazy fucking nineties gun. Yeah, <laughs> like it looks like something you hook up to your Nintendo. No, the
0: most mem- <laughs> the most memorable one that I've seen was one that was powered by condoms, and they called it the Aborter. <laughs> <laughs> right, so instead of rubber bands, it's just condoms.
1: Dude, Did, people are amazing. Yeah. Do you get a lot of pushback?
2: I guess I don't know. A way to ask this. Like the traditional gun community, like people that aren't into the three D printing sphere. I guess.
0: Yes and no. So like there have been a com- there's been a community of gun builders, like home gunsmith, gun builder people, uh, since the beginning of time, and they've been wildly supportive of, of us. They're like, oh wow, three D printing is kind of dope. I didn't think we could do this, but y'all have proven that, you know, you can, and it's, you know, generally relatively safe to do. Um, And then there's the traditional, like, I only need a chotch gun and I go out (laughs) on my porch and fire two blasts in the air in my suburban community. And my HOA might get mad, but I did what I had to do to defend my home from them people's. You know Boomers. who I'm talking, you... right? Yeah. <laughs> there there's so there's there's two sides of the boomer coin, right? There's the guys who are like, Yeah, I build freaking, you know, set me's and, and everything else in my my shed and mp5s and whatever. Then there's the other side who's like, I only own a shotgun. Guns are bad. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it it's you know, so one half of that coin is like, Yeah, 3D printers are cool. The other half is wow, y'all are y'all should be in jail already, you know? Oh, and so wow. there's you know i don't know i mean we'll look the way i look at boomers is is we'll either win them over or they'll die out
2: it's fine
1: it's not a problem yeah yeah it's a win-win situation (laughs) it's it's it's
2: already starting like look at biden look at the decay like they're they're going out
0: (laughs) you can't stop it there there are two things you can't stop well three i guess Right. The first one is the signal, the second is time and the third is a train I
1: mean, this... <laughs> exactly.
0: I just had an ad pop up for the friggin uh train air conditioners
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Did that make that pop into your head or yeah, yeah <laughs> And Twitter advertisements die. Goddamn motherfuckers they're always listening, man.'re right. always listening. Well, I think that's a good place to end it. We've been droning on now for two hours almost. Damn. Yeah. It goes by quick. We'll have to do it sooner than two years. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Y'all should come Uh, down to Florida. We'll have some, 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 I don't know, mid tier whiskey or something. Shoot the bullshit. Hell
1: yeah. <laughs> Some <laughs> mid-tier whiskey. That's better Maybe than the whiskey bring, I well, have now. <laughs> yeah,
0: look, look, they don't have a big selection behind the Circle K, so I figure any tier of whiskey is fine.
1: Um, <laughs> Typo. Talk to the manager, bro. You're right, <laughs> right? there. Yeah. Just go
0: pass. in the back. I'm sure they have the case right there. Just take one out. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, dude. Uh, if we're ever in Florida, we'll fucking let you know. Uh, I yeah. think we'll be moving... Eventually, hopefully, in the next year or so, Before? and uh, it sounds like we're going to be in Tennessee, but we're oh. not too far from Florida,
0: all right? Right on,
1: it's so, like a day trip. Come it's on a down. lot closer than Arizona,
0: that's true, it's a lot nicer <laughs> than Arizona, too.
1: Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, there's <laughs> actual green stuff there, so yeah. uh, you know, I don't see a lot of green stuff, so that's what it's called, and I don't even know what a tree or grass is, and just cactus.
0: That's, that's yeah, outside died. stuff, though. You don't need outside stuff. <laughs> Humanity has spent 2,000 years perfecting inside. Why would I need to go outside?
1: <laughs> that's, that's why you work at home, too. You're like, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm
0: yeah, just, no, fine. no pants, gang. <laughs>
1: no pants, gang. <laughs> well, uh, go ahead throw out your stuff real quick, and then uh, we can let you go.
0: Right on. So, uh, controlp.com is the center of the universe for everything. Um, <laughs> You can follow me on social media but I'm probably just going to get deleted as soon as you do and it'll be your fault. Yep. So uh, go to controlpew.com, sign up for the newsletter there if you feel like following me on social media. Type in the name of the network.contributu.com so instagram.contributu.com or wherever the hell you want you want to, you want to find, wherever the hell else you want to find me. Uh, that's how you know you'll actually find me because there's a bunch of people pretending to be me trying to sell you 3D printers via bitcoin in your DMs um this is bad (laughs) don't do it uh if you do want to give me money or bitcoin for that matter go to shop.controlp.com we sell shirts and stickers and other other bullshit um that you might like um yeah oh and if you want to support any of the devs uh who are 3d printing or or developing the stuff that you like to print at home go to donate.controlpew.com and you can send them bitcoin directly
1: I think those are all the plugs
0: plugs complete. Yes.
1: (laughs) Awesome. There you go. (laughs) Typo, you got any, uh, any last words for this?
2: Uh, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, yeah, again, we'll have to do this a lot sooner than we did, uh, last time, two years, felt like a long time and it really feels like 3d printing has really come a long way. And I'm, I'm really excited to see where you guys take it to the next level and we'll definitely, talk to talk about it whatever you guys do you guys you guys get over those two big hurdles uh sign me up, dude right
1: <laughs> yeah because typo I and i aren't gonna innovate anything over those two hurdles like we're not like that's, that's not... fine
0: we we always need
1: testers you know <laughs> <laughs> hey i can do that i'll take <laughs> right? that hit i'm right. fine with that uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll lose a finger it's fine i'm just kidding yeah, it's for science um it's for science uh yeah dude thanks again for coming on um we'll get you on again soon hopefully and then uh you're a busy man you're a busy yeah, man so I'm all over the board <laughs> yeah we'll we'll schedule you out and we'll get you back on soon we can talk about some of the other things going on uh in the control pew world in the the 3d printed gun world so right i appreciate on. it Anytime. and uh that's the fucking shit show hope you guys enjoyed it we out